Welcome everyone to the podcast that gives you movie and TV discussion every Tuesday and gaming discussion every Friday. The Nerdy Useless Topics Society, better known as... Nuts. Because we're nuts. You didn't pull that bad. There. I'm proud of you, Chris. Every day you make <sighs> I'm new I'm trying strides. to be somewhat professional and yet here you <laughs> are just ruining the moment, Joe. I would never do any such thing. I am as professional as you can get. Oh, <laughs> let's over the next hour we're gonna prove that statement wrong um, i'm slightly scared but oh. okay <laughs> oh my i i am joe by the way for those who don't know and i'm chris and welcome to our podcast so how's it going chris how you been good so the day of the time of recording the day of reckoning uh, today we're recording the day after April Fool's Day on the second. Yes, a lot Tuesday of movie the news. second. Uh, That's when we were recording. Yes. <laughs> Don't you? I just like people know, in case they're curious. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yesterday was April Fool's Day, so there was a lot of uh, funny. Funny things going on online of uh, especially in game news like uh, but today I do just want to point out we ordered our Avengers Endgame tickets today and what a whirlwind of an experience. It was hell on earth. By God, I never. I can't believe I got so. Yeah, I can't believe you got tickets right away. The site was down. Like anything on like AMC was down for hours it was awful so bad i got tickets too but we did not get them in the fashion that we wanted to no it was it was tough and uh other friends i know they were trying to get it the ones that went first were the you know the theaters that had the reserved seating which makes sense and the early showing but like you said a couple hours in you're like that first show time at the theater that i'm going to you're like it was completely sold out yeah like and that's in three weeks yeah that's ah, crazy. And uh, some slight news just continuing off that. As of like earlier this afternoon, day one ticket sales, it now has the new record. It beat Infinity War by like triple <laughs> <laughs> the amount as of earlier today. So who knows what the final number will be. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> yes. but So uh, some just some funny April Fool's Day things from yesterday that I saw. Uh, one that I really liked was on the Nintendo front. IGN, the uh, gaming uh, website, app, all of that. Uh, they <clears throat> posted a video every year, and yesterday they posted a fake Nintendo Direct. That was very good quality. I mean, you knew as soon as you like started watching it, it was very fake because they started saying, oh, Switch, everything's coming to Switch. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and here's just one more thing. One more thing. And they kept snapping and doing like one more thing. And it was the first half of it was all about like Zelda games. And it was like every Zelda ever, including the terrible CD-ROM ones from the 90s. And then they're like, everything's coming. And it's like all these good Nintendo games. And then they added more and it was all good third party games are coming. And then it was like, but with the good comes the bad. And it was like, 
here's Bubsy. Here is uh, Epic Mickey 2. Yes. Here's all these terrible things. Epic Mickey <laughs> 2, my favorite. Yes. Of course. <laughs> the power of two. Yes, but it was all these. And then it like spoofed like fake things, too. And the guy's like hand was breaking off and all this stuff. It was funny. Yeah. Um, a couple other things that was funny or that were funny. Uh, the game for honor, which I think is famous more now just because it was a free PS plus game uh, two months ago, I think, uh, had a one day patch that let all of the enemies were replaced by Rabbids from the Rayman Rabbids franchise. That's awesome. It was actually, it was pretty funny. Uh, uh, I, w- I wish they would have patched other games like Kingdom Hearts into something or so. I just, so many things could have been done. Yeah, I think it fit that because it was, it's an already game. It's a game that's been out for years now it wasn't like a great game and uh, it just kind of boosts it kind of helped both franchises out yeah uh trying to think some other ones that were funny yeah total war three kingdoms announcing a mobile mode which is like (laughs) very difficult uh (laughs) the head of tekken the actual president of the uh, the director of the game became his own character in tekken 7 uh google maps added snake which I saw it was like actually legit because some people I know were playing that today. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Yes. Doom made a uh, like funny thing. It was like Doom Guy is the official name of the uh, like mech marine. Doom Guy. Uh, it was like Doom, the joy of slaying. And it's like Doom Guy dresses Bob Ross, except like jacked. And it's a painting of like blood. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. There were some funny things. There was a Rainbow Six Siege like magic rainbow like pink unicorn update. Um, it was a limited time event, but it is real. Mm-hmm. And what else? Yeah, there were some good ones. Uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> they were going to announce a sh- as a sequel for it's a shoot 'em up type of game <laughs> instead of a fighter and Kirby and what's the other one? Oh no, there was a Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Omega as a home assistant like Omega from Final Fantasy 14. Uh yeah, so Omega as like an Alexa thing. Uh, <laughs> that'd be funny. But Yeah. Uh, I wish I See, I was so busy yesterday, like during April Fools. I, I just didn't catch like any of this. Kind of disappointed, but I wouldn't have noticed unless I actually went looking for it because this kind of stuff, I don't know where I would have seen it. But it's, it sounds yeah. great, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Any other there, news? So the only other thing, because like a lot of like gaming news has been dead, especially because like yesterday, was all fake news, um, <laughs> fake, <laughs> news. fake news. But so for PS Plus, like Sony's, and they re- they're releasing their new games for the month, and that's just the Surge and Conan Exiles. They look like okay games. I I don't know much about them. I know the Surge is supposed to be like this clone of like. Is Dark Souls, I think, or so- something like that? Yeah, it's it's like a Dark Souls 
sci-fi game. So yeah, you got the Surge and Conan. Uh, Conan Exiles is the other one. Yeah, that, that's just it's like you play as a primitive hunter and so forth. So I mean, it's interesting. I'll give them a look. I'm not sure if I'm really too in on them, but you know, it never hurts to put them in your library in case one day you want to play them. Exactly. It's always a safe bet. That's why I tell other people, other friends that have it. I'm like, just put it in the library. You don't have to download it. And then you at least have the option. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the other thing that's coming out is there's a Lord of the Rings Gollum game that they're developing. There's not really. Al is very happy. Yes, Alfred. You must must play. You must voice act. Voice. (laughs) He is the voice actor. Be the voice. Um, there's not really much <laughs> else that's been said. It's just in development. Yeah, yeah just, announced. just announced. So we'll see how that goes. I imagine it's going to be, it feels like it'd just be like a, like kind of like a puzzle gathering game. I don't know where they put in combat in that type of game, but. Yeah, I don't know if it would be like the Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War games, like an action adventure uh yeah i have no idea and they all they said was it's uh gonna adhere more to the books and possibly i don't remember if this is definite it's gonna take place between hobbit and lord of the rings Uh, so you know it's it's a lot that could happen in that time where he doesn't have the ring either in that time yeah but it'd be more like a i feel like a stealth like if there's actions be more like stealth him attacking people unless there's yeah, other definitely. characters you can control because Gollum himself is not like going to do much one-on-one when someone knows that he's coming. Yeah. He's so frail. Like he's, he's determined. I mean, we've seen that in the movies and if you read the books, like he's very, that's like, but he's not like, you know, an overall like magical strong creature. Yeah, no. So, but I think that's it because I don't really know of anything else that has really happened in the news, at least with Microsoft Nintendo. I know that they've released some, like they released a new Mortal Kombat game trailer, but we're going to talk a lot about that soon enough anyway. So yep. I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to talk about before we get into that? No, I, I know. We're, let's let's talk about Mortal oh, Kombat. OK, fine. If you say so. So, oh, oh my. Okay. Um, so today we are actually going to discuss Mortal Kombat and its history. Chris and I are going to talk about what we know, what we experienced as children, like playing the games and what we know about the history. We won't go into full depth about like each and every storyline in Mortal Kombat because that would literally take a couple hours to do. And we just kind of want to talk about it because it's coming out i'm really excited for the new mortal kombat 11 i'm i guess skeptically excited but i i've liked what nether realms has done with the games so far and i want to see what they're going to do with these new games yeah i think you know there's been hits and misses uh, over the years but it seems like it's going to be a return to form a lot of people are excited so We'll have to wait and see how the, you know, the reviews will be out soon. Yeah, I well, I think it comes out, what, end to mid-April? 
I, yeah, usually the embargo for those is uh, not, you know, too. It's usually like within a week or so of the game coming out, or it's like once the game is released. Uh, let me see, release date. Yeah, it. Yeah, usually it's it's like a week. It comes out yeah. April twenty third. So, oh, so the Tuesday before Avengers. So this is a very big week. Yeah, a very big month in general. I mean, yeah. ga- games aren't. It's there aren't too many big games coming out this month but still this month in total in the whole like nerdy things to talk about it's a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but Mortal Kombat was always one of my favorite franchises growing up I used to play forever with some of my my cousins and, and my friends it was the one of the first games that I had on Super Nintendo, like Mortal Kombat one, the original game. And because I had it on Super Nintendo, there were some differences that I never knew about as a kid. And <laughs> it's kind of funny now that we're that we've been researching it and all this stuff that I've learned all these things. So this is going to be fun to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So I know uh, some of my early thoughts, it goes back to the original. So, First released in 1992, Mortal Kombat, the original, released in arcades, uh, released on the Genesis, on Super Nintendo. Uh, It it became a cultural phenomenon. Like everyone talked about it, and it was like years later. You know, the series continued with Mortal Kombat two and three and four, Um, but all throughout the 90s, like it was just. It was the fighting game. Like you would play, I think <clears throat> it was like Mortal Kombat or Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom was the debate. Like who would you choose? Um, yeah. yeah. And, and Mortal <laughs> Kombat was out well before Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom. So they wound up getting a leg on them first. Yes. Like Mortal Kombat's biggest competition in the very beginning was Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, because it took a yeah. Because Street Fighter had the and the initial edge, but you know they had a like what would now be considered like T because of the fighting, um, but it never got too graphic. Uh, yeah. Whereas Mortal Kombat, the reason that it became a cultural phenomenon was that it showed blood and had you know fatalities. Yeah, and it was the first Mortal Kombat game, at least. It was like lifelike in a, in a sense, like for the time, because what Street Fighter was was like it was animation, it was cartoons that that they drew to do certain moves. In Mortal Kombat, the original one, they actually got real actors to do these moves and use like stop motion to kind of capture them and put those moves directly in the game. So they literally had people dress up as Liu Kang, Raiden, whoever, and they, yeah. they translated those images to the original game itself, which was, again, really big for the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they use these realistic graphics, and that's why people, there was like all these parent associations and you know, groups around the country protesting this game, saying this is going to, you know, ruin our our children. This is this is so lifelike. People are going to be killing each other, and 
you know, that, that didn't really happen. Uh, no. But it definitely brought, like, everyone had awareness of Mortal Kombat to the point where it was everywhere. It was in TV shows. It was in movies. Like, people talked about it. So it definitely had a heck of an opening. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to think about it. the first game. There were six characters I think you could play as only. And even with that, it was a light roster. Yeah, it was a really light roster. So it it, it was from what I remember, it was obviously Sub-Zero Scorpion, Raiden, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Kano. So maybe so that's seven. So maybe that was it. I don't know if I'm missing someone. Yeah, I just looked at the characters were. Yeah, you had Liu Kang. Yeah, Shang Tsung. But he wasn't playable. No, he wasn't playable. Uh, yeah, Raiden, Sub-Zero, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade. <sighs> Reptile was what? the uh, this the game's secret character. Yep. Th- that's something I want to talk about a little bit later, too, is that mm-hmm. they're used as secret characters. But essentially, what I'm trying to get at is you had a game that was so light on characters, but it made such, such a big impact because those characters became so well-known, probably more well-known because the parents were all mad that there was blood in the game and that there were fatalities where people were, like where the characters were coming up with creative, quote-unquote, ways to kill the other character after you beat them. And this wound up leading to the rating system (laughs) that we have in gaming today. And then the Super Nintendo game version of Mortal Kombat, which I never knew about as a kid, they palette swapped like the blood for sweat. So they just changed the color on it. And then you couldn't even do fatalities in the original, which I never thought about as as a kid ever. Yeah, I guess this is why I'm such a nice, nice and great person, because they got rid of that for me. I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it definitely opened the door to just so much more. And then it, there were so many copycats of of this game, you know, trying these ultra violent. And it was like the perfect timing. It was the early 90s. And that led into, you know, this is at the time of like early grunge and things like that. And it just led into this like ultra gore, you know, this is around the time of Doom. Uh-huh. Um, like there was just there was so much, and then it just became like okay, let's add blood into this, and let's add that, and it was just like it. And the, I think yeah, Mortal Kombat definitely played a major role in that, yeah. and kind of helped shape where games are today. Yeah, and they integrated. Mind you, you had to read for this because this was back in the day when like cutscenes were rare, but um, they they integrated an actual storyline into this fighting game that spanned it every single subsequent game that came after it. So from Mortal Kombat 1 all the way to the Mortal Kombat 11 game today, except like Mortal Kombat versus DC, they're all connected in some fashion or another. Like, obviously, there's the direct sequels. And then once they rebooted the series at Mortal Kombat 9, then things started to change. But they all have an over 
overarching story, which is kind of cool that you get to follow these characters. And then they have such a plethora of characters that they that they develop and they realize that they can't give them all the story. So what they do is after if you play as a character and you win, they all get their alternate story which I've always really appreciated that they kind of tell you, oh, if this character won, this is what would happen. It's not canon, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it was nice that they did that. It was ahead of its time in that sense. Yeah. So you had, like like we talked about, Mortal Kombat 1 came out, and that like kind of started impacting the entire like gaming market and fighting series, like, Directly. And then like a year later, Mortal Kombat 2 came out and that was that kind of focused more on a dark tone. So so the original Mortal Kombat was Shao Kahn's or not Shao Kahn's um, Shang Tsung's tournament. And it saw more of a like Asian style backgrounds and themes. And then you had. Mortal Kombat 2, which was definitely a lot darker because you were in Outworld at this point, which is where Shao Kahn is the the emperor and he's trying to take over Earth and all that lovely stuff. So you had to go fight your next Mortal Kombat tournament in Outworld and you kind of meet Shao Kahn, you fight, you have all these other different characters and then it's just more dark and gritty. So the first Mortal Kombat had like it, it's big like stage that was like kind of really dark was the pit, which is where you were on this big platform. And if you beat an opponent, you could uppercut them and they'd fall into like a spike pit. But now this one, Mortal Kombat 2 had like all these dark tones. And then like one of the the level uh, obstacles, so to speak, that you could use to to kill someone was like that acid bath that if you beat them, you could fling them up and they you throw them in the acid and they'd be a skeleton. And I, it, yeah, it was <laughs> it became a lot darker and it was Shao Kahn to this day is like one of the most BS bosses of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so never forget. Oh, no, have you have you? played that like Mortal Kombat 2 against him? Not in oh. years. I probably last time I think I played some of these older ones were probably in high yeah. school, maybe early college, but it's been years. It was he was such a I definitely want to go back and play some of these though. He's such a pain in the ass. It it's ridiculous. I mean that but it's fun. It it is like it, it is fun, but he is oh my god, I hated him so much. And he comes back in Mortal Kombat 3 and you have to do it all over again. So that's lovely. Yeah. And uh, there was the focus in Mortal Kombat 4 on is it Shinnok? Shinnok. Yeah, he Shinnok's an elder god or was an elder god. And yeah. Mortal Kombat 3 kind of went through the defeat of Shao Kahn. Like Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat 3 resurrected Sindel, who who was his like queen supposed queen. She was the mother of Katana, but he resurrected her and thus that kind of let him go into Earth Realm. But then 
Shao Kahn got defeated because he violated rules and so on and so forth. And so Shinnok took over Shao Kahn's place as the big bad in the series. But Shinnok was only there for like, well, he was only the big bad for like that game because Deadly Alliance, the next Mortal Kombat game, focused on something different. But MK4 introduced Shinnok and introduced Quan Chi, which Quan Chi is still a big player in the Mortal Kombat games today. He was killed, but he 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 was killed in the most recent game. But Quan Chi is a big character. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, there's a there, yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of characters and and a lot of backstory to to these games. Um, because like other things that Mortal Kombat has done is that they have gone and made these references or these secret characters. You mentioned this earlier in their games, mm-hmm. like Jade, what who be, later became a playable character was, was a secret character. I believe in Mortal Kombat two, I want to say, because she was like hiding behind the trees. Yeah. Yeah, they had there's like a few in in each of the games. Yep. And they were never any like you could play them and you would fight them, but you couldn't be them. I don't think maybe there were some maybe in the later games yeah. that you could. Yeah, some you could. Uh, and there was ways like people hacked in and were able to in certain versions of the game where you could play as certain characters. Uh, but, you know, it was always that was always uh, part of the fun was trying to uh, be able to do that in a lot of these games. And yeah, and it was so weird about the different ways that you you could do it. Yeah, looking at some of like the middle just storyline, this is like the ones that really lost me. Uh, uh, what PS2 era? I take yeah, it. Yeah, because it was it, for me it was GameCube, <laughs> but yeah, PS2, Xbox. Uh, so up so, until the start, it was essentially like Midway developed everything from the original through Mortal Kombat 8, which was Mortal Kombat versus DC. There are so many spinoffs, though, because, yes, the one that's coming out at the end of this month is Mortal Kombat 11, but that'll be the 24th <laughs> Mortal Kombat game release. Yes. With spinoffs and re-releases and ports. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, if so, this is another interesting fact that I that I saw that someone talked about online is that Mortal Kombat two through was it Ultimate three or the Mortal Kombat trilogy that they they released um, that was from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety six. So in that span. The games they had released one, two, three, four. They had released five Mortal Kombat games. Um, even if you want to go from Mortal Kombat one to Mortal Kombat four and just count the 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 main Mortal Kombat games, so four main Mortal Kombat games mm-hmm. in ninety two to ninety seven, they released four main title Mortal Kombat games. In, in that span, yeah. there was 
there was one Legend of Zelda title released and one, um, what, Sa- Samus title? Oh, Metroid. A Metroid. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, blanked. Like, there was one of those in all those years. And then Mortal Kombat was pumping out like five, four of them. <laughs> four main yeah. ones. They released other side games too. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, at that age of 95, 96 to 97 was, you know, the PS1's the switch into 3D gaming from 2D uh, was, you know, a definite, definite, definite. There you go. I'm so proud yes. of you. I hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definite transition. Definite. <laughs> added, to the, added to the list. Yes. The list. <laughs> So, yeah, that was definitely big. The ones that lost me were into, yes, the PS2, Xbox, GameCube era. That was... Deadly Alliance. Special Forces. That was a spinoff. So, yeah, Deadly Alliance was like the fifth main game. So then Deception. Armageddon. And Armageddon. And, gosh, I remember Armageddon came out on the Wii. It, it did. It did. <laughs> it did. And it was actually worse on the Wii than it was on the PS2 and Xbox, the previous generation. Yeah, because pe- yeah, uh, people liked Armageddon. Yeah, that I think. I, I didn't. Just, I just didn't get into yeah. it. Yeah, I remember playing it, but for me, the first one in a long time since, like, I think Mortal Kombat three, or probably the one that I enjoyed was Ultimate Mortal Kombat three in the arcades. Uh, yeah, but the next one wouldn't be Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. That was like the next one that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. I feel like that's a lot of when like people started heading off at at least is Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance because that's when the whole system started to change kind of. You got into the PS2, like the the next gen type of graphics. And, yeah. and the styles changed. It was they try to make it more three D. You got, I forget which game this started in. It might have been Deception or Deadly Alliance, but they they changed some things to where you could change your fighting style mid battle, which people liked. But a lot of more quote unquote casual players found that hard to deal with because you it, it required a good amount of knowledge and timing to like change your style and adapt to each different person that you are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, the people that have been playing the same way for at this point, like a decade or more are having to adapt. And that's, you know, a lot of people do not like to, especially in fighting games or really any game, but I'd definitely say fighting games, uh, major adjustments. Yeah, no. Uh, And like, I think the graphics might have taken people by surprise. They, they, the style in which games were played were also just different. Um, they released a conquest mode in Deception, which was a story mode, so to speak. So they had that in Deception and Armageddon. So you played as a character mm-hmm. in Armageddon. You created a character, and I believe you played as him. So that's not your typical. Yeah. 1v1 fighting game. And honestly, that is where I fell off most mostly too. I, I played Armageddon, but 
Not not many of the other games. I, I know the general storyline of Mortal Kombat 5 through 7, but I don't know. Like, I haven't played much of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and, you know, we know people that definitely this is their franchise and love to have them reach out and school yeah. us on the things that, you know, we're skimming over. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, a big thing was Mortal Kombat versus DC in 2008 was the dawn, not the dawn, but really the when it really started taking off online gaming because, you know, PS2, Xbox introduced it. And it wasn't until the PS3 and 360 that it really took off that online gaming became the norm. And with that, also, it was taking not just combining two massive properties, Mortal Kombat, which 2008, this is 16 years in. People grew up on this. This is generational now. Everyone knows Mortal Kombat. Everyone knows DC Universe. And they had it covered. The front cover was, you know, it was that Scorpion and uh, or yeah, and Batman yeah. line squaring off, and it was like, oh my gosh, that j- alone got people to buy this game. Oh, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, so that was yeah, and it was an interesting story. Uh, it wasn't canon; it was like an alternate timeline between Mortal Kombat two and three. But people didn't care. It was uh it was enjoyable. I I, I will say this is kind of funny. The one thing. I remember most about that game is not playing it. It's that there was this lady in college where I used to, I used to work in an office at at the school. And there was this woman who was one of the full-time employees at, at this office kept trying to sell me this game. Like, over (laughs) and over and over again and like she first tried to sell it to me and i was like you know i don't know if i have the time and it it looks fun but i don't know and then she's like okay she's like but then like the next day she'd come back and be like you sure you don't want this i'm like "Mm, no (laughs) and it kind of like kept going for like a week i was like i don't want this game thank you (laughs) but no thank you Um nice yeah yeah i still remember uh you know playing it in college again in high school uh just it was it was fun uh and it kind of without that we i don't think we would have had injustice and that whole fighting franchise because they even like tie into that a little bit with some of the characters yeah oh that is a great segue because yes because after um Deep Mortal Kombat versus DC. Then Net like Midway made that game, and then Nether Realms took over and rebooted the whole franchise. Nether Realms is also re- in, responsible for Injustice. So yeah, so they made Mortal Kombat Nine, which basically rebooted the entire franchise from start. So in Armageddon, Raiden sends a message to his past self because he Raiden's about to die in Armageddon. He sends a past message to his past self. So his past self can try to correct everything that happened in the franchise so far. So then what essentially happens in Mortal Kombat nine is that you go through the Mortal Kombat one through three storyline with a bit, little bit of alteration mm-hmm. and, and then it's kind of a return to form to that 2d 
fighter that and I think that's why they've become more popular again is because they're back to the the 2D fighting and their graphics are vastly improved. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It was definitely Mortal Kombat and the subtitle should have been Days of Future Past. <laughs> it, fi- <laughs> it fixed the problems of the franchise <laughs> in, and it had all the things you loved about all of the past games in a nice little package. Yeah, it was... Re-release it. Do it. Never. Do it. <laughs> Do it, NetherRealm. Um, Mortal Kombat. Use of Future's Past. I mean, sued by the Fox. thing is, okay, we're about, we're going to get into that, but Mortal Kombat 11 kind of is that. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, after Mortal Kombat 9, they released Mortal Kombat 10, which actually, it started, this is when they kind of started making their own story, because Mortal Kombat 10 focused a lot on the younger generation. So Shao Kahn was defeated and then Shinnok came from Mortal Kombat 4. Shinnok came and he's tried to take over. Um, Quan Chi was introduced during Mortal Kombat 9s, but he played a role in Mortal Kombat 10 too. But what wound up happening is that they focused a lot on the, the original characters, kids. So you had the kid of Sonya Blade and Johnny Cage. You had Jax's kid. You had just a bunch of them. I, I can't even remember all of them, but I know I only named two, but there, there's a few. And then you had, they, they introduced new characters too. Like Kodo Khan was a new character that was introduced. No relation to Shao Kahn, but for some reason they named him Kodo Khan because, you know, no one would, no one's going to Pokemon. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, and then they introduce this, like this bug character. I forget what her, her name is, but she was really cool in Mortal Kombat 10. Um, I'm trying to remember what her name name is. I forget completely, but she, she was cool. She was like Kodo Khan's right hand man. And then you had like Melina and you had like some of the old characters back too. But that, that storyline basically focused on them defeating Shinnok. And then in the process of that, Raiden like became corrupted and became like a chaotic good, so to speak, to where he now at the end of the game, he's like, I will kill everyone who tries to destroy the earth. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now Raiden isn't playing around. <laughs> so, and that brings us to what's going to come out in a few weeks is Mortal Kombat 11 to where it's going yes. to involve time travel because X-Men days of futures past. Yes. <laughs> Because Mortal Kombat 11. 11. God. But, but yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that they're already introducing time travel into the storyline. Yeah. Cons- yeah, with the fourth since the re-release. This is the third game since right. the reboot. Uh, oh, right. It was the ninth one. I'm looking at the eighth. Yes. So the third game in the re-release timeline is introducing time travel. So do you think it's going to retcon anything else or be more of like a 
uh, I don't know, just a a blip on the future of Mortal Kombat. Like, oh, remember their like rebooted one where they did time travel and didn't really do anything. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it. It's not going to do much because what they're going to do is, from my understanding, is go to the '90s characters, the '90s versions. Uh, of these characters so i really feel like this is a way for them to like do nostalgia all over again like yeah looking at the official premise it states following shinnok's defeat at the hands of cassie cage in mortal kombat 10 a corrupted raiden plans to protect earth realm by destroying all of its enemies but a mysterious goddess named chronica known as the keeper of time is attempting to bring order to the universe through any means necessary. So she seems like she'll be the yes, villain. Yes, she will. Including getting rid of Raiden for tampering with the events of the past as seen in the previous game. So, you know, Raiden's essentially, if we're comparing this to Marvel, as all things are, <laughs> uh, Raiden is Doctor Strange, and the Keeper of Time is... Cross his buddy. Oh. Uh, the one who, at the very end, like turns bad... Uh, Mordo, Baron Mo- Mordo. It's like, no, you cannot, you cannot attempt to change anything. It disturbs the balance. Yeah, it's. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because time travel gets so messy in a storyline. Yes. So there's a lot of like, with this, there's a lot of cool characters that they're bringing back. Like there's bringing back new Cybot. They're bringing back like all, basically every, as far as I can tell every character, I haven't seen the Cyrax yet or, or some of those classic characters, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're DLC in the future. If they're not in the main game. So far, the only announced DLC is Shao Kahn and Shang Tsung. Yeah, I'm kind of peeved that Shang Tsung is DLC. And not, yeah, just base Ross or like unlockable or something like that. Yeah, I th- that's kind of dumb in my mind. Like he's yeah. he's one of the main characters. So is Shao Kahn. Like, like Shao Kahn, I get it because Shao Kahn's always been like one of those characters where it's been rare that you get to play as him. But... But Shang Tsung, mm. Shang Tsung, you've been able to play as since the second Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. So. So that'd be, it's just kind of, yeah, interesting. But I think that's a good transition into the DLC. Um, because, you know, since, I think really since, you know, NetherRealm took over, they've had an interesting, uh, I interesting idea with regard to DLC. Uh, what was it in Mortal Kombat the nine the reboot? They had some, uh, you know, characters, characters from the game, uh, like uh, as DLC. So like Scarlet, who's new, and Kenshi. But then they also added characters from pop culture, which has been a staple really since I guess the one before of uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC. But they had Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street and Kratos from God of War as DLC well, characters. Kratos was a PlayStation exclusive. Yes, yes, he was not in the Xbox 360 yeah, he, version. Yeah, no, he was only he was a PlayStation exclusive character. But 
So you got to play as him right away, as long as you got the PlayStation game. Oh, he was just immediately uh-huh. unlocked. Ah. So. Also, yeah, he was introduced in that Mortal Kombat 10, the last one that came, the last main line that came out, had Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, had Predator from the Predator franchise. It had, who else? Uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Alien. So from a bunch Alien. of horror so they, movie people. Yeah. Uh, so they introduced like some things like that. They added some skin packs to, uh, you know, Reptile, Melina. Uh, yeah. They just, they had a lot of uh, other characters. So I thought that was interesting. Um I don't know what they're going to do. My guess is, you know, people have been talking like, oh, it'll probably be uh, both Pennywise and Michael Myers for this next one. So it's only a matter of time. They probably will announce it at E3 or in August as it gets closer to Halloween. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I expect Pennywise to be one of the characters, honestly. Especially with his new one coming out in September. It chapter two. Yep. I, I do. There is a good part of me that wishes that they wouldn't focus solely on horror movie characters. Like I, I get the reason why they do it, but I think that yeah. there's room for other characters, whether that's things like old characters that used to be in the old Mar- Mortal Kombat games that you could include or characters from different Mm-hmm. series that aren't necessarily horror games like they did with Kratos. I thought that was an interesting concept, bringing Kratos. I, I know that the problem is with this, that certain development teams don't want their characters being torn limb from limb in a fatality. Oh, of course. And that's, yeah, the fatalities are so graphic that, you know, it's it seems to be only the horror not only, but a majority of the horror characters. That's why you're not going to see, you know, a big thing with Mortal Kombat 11 because the meme with Shaggy was, you know, he's super powerful. So there's petitions to have him entered into this game. And the uh, director even tweeted out, like, he's like, that's great, but he's, he's not going to be in it. He made a joke about it too. Uh, but he was like, I'm not going to essentially I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I'm not going to put a child, a beloved childhood character into a game. That's going to have him ripped to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, this is still rated M game. We're not having like necessarily kids. That's not our target audience. Yeah. Like literally one of the fatalities, um, Kalau uses his hat. That is like a, sh- a sharp yes, knife. razor. Um, yeah. Razor. He spins it, puts it on the ground drags you across it so it chops you in half and it's very graphic it shows it like it shows it does it's so nasty it is and yet it's so good (laughs) it really is (laughs) i I love it so much i'm going yeah i i'll I'll be honest with you i will probably get the game because fighting games have a tendency to go get much cheaper very quickly so i'll i'll probably get it uh, like a month after it comes out or when it gets substantially cheaper. I'm not going to buy it right away just because it, it I know it's the, the value and things get patched. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, things get patched immediately and you know, you wait a month or two, it drops 10, 20 bucks. You wait six months and you get it for 20 bucks or you wait a year and you get the complete edition for 20 bucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'll wait a year. A year is a long time to wait, but yeah, but I'll, I'll give it like probably a month. Um, because just the depreciation on fighting games, it's not like RPG, like good RPGs where they, a lot of the times the good ones will hold their value, but it's just depreciation happens in fighting games. Depreciation happens in games in general. They don't keep their value very long. Yeah. It's as soon as you buy it, it's already less valuable. Just like when you drive buying a car, as soon as you drive off the lot, it's already worth less. As soon as you open that box, so you download that code, it's already worth less. So, but why don't we now that we're talking about all these characters and stuff that we want to see in Chris and I actually talked about characters that we would want to see in these games, people that we think would be reasonable to bring into the games that would be cool. So I, I can start if you, if you want me to, and then we can go for Of course. Okay. So my character isn't a horror character, like a horror movie character. He is a like a quote unquote scary character or whatever. And that is Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Be- <laughs> oh, please make this happen. It's that would have to be a Sony exclusive, I think. Yes, I believe you are correct. It, it probably it probably would be. It's OK, we'll bring Mario in from for Nintendo. <laughs> he does the same like move as in smash like he just punches someone and gets coins except it's extremely graphic like they're breaking the blocks above his head (laughs) it's like damaging you see like cuts and bruises (laughs) he throws a fireball and actually sets someone burning on fire that would be great that would be (laughs) except it's mario so then he has like a a like battle of conscience and he's like oh oh and then they just destroy him because he lets his guard down because he realizes how violent he actually is <laughs> as a person become what he's feared most <laughs> but yeah mine sweet tooth because hey he fits the genre so well like he's that type of like horror character like will do anything to win type of character and that that and because I want them to see, I want to see him done right. Because the last fighting game that I know that he appeared in was PlayStation All Stars oh. Battle Royal. <laughs> Battle Royale. Battle Royale. My bad. It's it's up. It's terrible. <laughs> it's it's so bad that game. And I love how you bring it up so much because you love to hate that game that I, you wasted so much money on. I didn't waste on. money on it. It was a free PS Plus game. Wasted no money oh, on that th- game. Oh, thank God. I never bought that. Yeah. No, no, no money. I don't think it was as bad as people say. I don't think it was great, but I don't think it's as bad as people think. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed playing as Fat Princess. <laughs> anyway, before we get into that rant, um, I just think that, like Sweet Tooth, he, he you could 
do a lot of creative moves with him, like whether it's something with fire, like chainsaws or, or whatever, like you could, his arsenal could be very, he's a big, he'd be a big heavy type of character. So he'd be slower, but, but his attacks would hurt a lot. And a lot of the times, like he wouldn't obviously have any like special powers to where like someone like Liu Kang who throws fireballs does, but he could have a lot of traps or gadgets that he just throws at people. And that, that would be fun. And then like one of his, like his fatalities could be something like just pummeling you with like a bat or something like that to the point to where like you're stuck and then him going to his car and then just continuously running over you with his truck as the, the, the sweet tooth, like the ice cream music is playing. And then you see like, yeah, it would have to be a close up shot. would have to involve that. I said, yeah, you're right. The fatality would have to involve the van, a close up shot of your, of your face as he's running it over with one of the wheels, And you see like, Every all the pieces of the face just explode. Oh yeah, you got to make it graphic. It's Mortal Kombat. I just I think he fits the mold so perfectly, and I vote that he goes in one of the games at some point. Yeah, I could see, I could see them doing that as uh, as something you know. It, it, as much as I could see it, I could see them never doing it as well. It's it's just. I mean, me too. I would it, be. It, Equally He'd surprised. have to be an exclusive character, which makes it hard. Yeah, they've done that, though, in the past, like certain things. So I think uh, if they ever do something like that, uh, you know, that'll happen. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, so my person, I was thinking, you know, people said, like I already said, Pennywise and Michael Myers. Uh, I picked something a little different. I did go the horror movie route, but... And originally, I was thinking something more kid-friendly. I'm like, it would just never happen. Uh, One, you know, I'll just say the one from one of my favorite childhood movies, Labyrinth. Creepy, (laughs) fun kids movie. But David Bowie's uh, Jareth, the Goblin King, uh, fighting would just be hilarious. And unfortunate when they destroy him and rip him limb from limb and, like, rip out his spine but i think his uh, you know gyrating <laughs> and make and his his uh his fatality would have been like dance magic dance and uh you know making you bounce up and down to the point where you just fall at such a high uh, from from a high height that you become liquefied and ah. die but i thought that was a little for, dark for but i for a kid's character yes you you're right yes <laughs> So that's not why I'm. That's why I'm not even bringing it up. <laughs> but the one that I did select was the creeper. The creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Oh my goodness! Yes, it was a terrifying little movie. It was. It was. You know, it had its moments. Yeah. But as a as a villain, he's actually extremely powerful, and I could see him in these games. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, the creeper is the 
this uh, demonic creature that comes out and hunts for 23. Oh my God. It's like your, your demon Joe off by a number. Oh my gosh. I just realized <laughs> that. the G- the creeper comes out and hunts for 23 days. Every 23rd oh, year. That's he's like my <laughs> mortal enemy. Yes. And there's been three movies. The first two came out in like the early two thousands. The third one came out last year. Uh, it wasn't that great. It had its moments. Yeah. But essentially this like de- he can fly. But what he does is he um, he has a sixth sense like his nose has like an extra set of nostrils at like the bridge of the nose. But he smells fear. So it's very fitting that he'd be in Mortal Kombat and he goes after victims that, um, um, you know, are very afraid of him. And what he does is like when he is injured, he takes like say he gets stabbed in the eye. He goes after and he kills someone and he takes their eye and it regenerates. He, that eye regenerates uh, in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very like a, you know, he'd be like a leech type of character, but he has wings. He can fly his, his claw is he's like a humanoid character with hidden wings under his trench coat and creepy hat. Uh, but he has like daggers for like teeth and, and nails, very like razor sharp, uh, and I think his fatality would just be like, you know, he goes full, you know, full wings, picks the person up, you know, and uh, the animation would essentially be like, you know, they're he's they're fighting him off and they like punch his head or something like that. Not anything like to kill him, but he's flying up and it's like silhouette of him and the per- the character who's fatal- he's killing in the moon as uh, he just rips uh-huh. the person's head off oh. and it shows and then he eats the head and then he comes back down and this actually this is something that happens in the uh, second movie his head falls off the character's head grows uh on his head with like uh veins and slowly gets taken over by the creeper's face yet again so he has like a new head so then he becomes like you know the new creeper that'd be terrifying that would be but imagine like, all right, you're fighting and you fight off like Sonya Blade and it's her head and all of a sudden like it, like a creepier version of like uh, Venom in Spider-Man 3 where like the, the symbiote like goes over his face. Think of like something like that and then it slowly just like morphs into his creepy face again. When you get a second, look up the creeper. It's a very creepy <laughs> looking face, but uh. Yeah, he would, I think, be a really good fit. Yeah, that sounds like it would be. Ah, oh. yeah, that that could. <laughs> You're just imagining like yeah. that, and that's like that would be a fatality that's not, you know, it fits the character perfectly. It hasn't been done yet, and that would be yeah, nice. it'd be different, like a lot different than a lot of the other fatalities. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Netherrealm, listen to us. Yes, we is we is smart, and we is your friends. So just listen, but that's awesome. I think that yes, that those two characters should be in there because we are the, the mastermind creators. Yes. That's why we're called us. Yes. <laughs> Cause it's just crazy enough to work. Exactly. But, Absolutely. but yeah, I'm excited. I'm like I said, I'm going to look at getting this game and then, a little bit into it coming out uh and then one day we'll have to play together because it'll be 
Yes. That'll be fun. Oh my gosh, yes. We'll have to uh you know tweet it out or post it like our our results or if we make a video or something like that. We'll have oh, to post we need it. to, yeah. We should. Uh, mind yes. you, I am not gonna be fantastic at the game. Uh so please don't and that's and he'll be ten times better than I am, so it'll just be hilarious. Yes. So uh but yeah, then that's it for our main topic. Next show, we're going to actually start going into the Marvel universe with our movie show. Yeah, every what Tuesday, every Tuesday this month uh, for our movie and TV podcast, we're going to be talking about Marvel. Each week will be a new phase. So listen to us next Tuesday for phase one then the following is phase two then three right before endgame comes out and then when endgame comes out the last tuesday of the month we will be talking about endgame for a long time and i i'm warning you now joe those episodes are probably going to run long i'm i'm fine with that oh my gosh i'm so those are the days that we don't come back right right from work and record so we have more time to record those days uh but other other things like we're going to discuss um some basically some some sim games for the the next podcast revolving around games so those are like the goat simulator toast simulator the sims in general just funny things like that like weird games that people are actually into. Yeah. From the craziness that we have now back to the very basics of the Sims and like roller coaster tycoon, those, all those simulator games to now, uh, the week after we're going to be talking. Yeah. Some talk of zombies and not just days gone, but that is because it's coming out. Uh, so a whole discussion about some zombies and, um, I think we're going to end the month with just talking about like some retro games and just difficulty in games comparing to like some of those old school arcade NES Atari games and how the difficulty was set then and how the bar is now. Shao Kahn would shit on any of you people compared to any game now. (laughs) (laughs) You thank your stars that you don't have to thank you. No pain. You know nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good. So, yeah, we have a busy month. So please continue to listen to us. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at NutsPodcast22. Twitter at NutsPodcast1. I'm very happy to announce that we are now on iTunes and Spotify. So all you have to do is search Nerdy Useless Topic Society or even just type in Nerdy Useless and we'll show up. Yes, like Chris and I will actually just show up right at your door. We, yes, that's how much we appreciate it. <laughs> like those old Nintendo Wii commercials. Instead of we would like to play, just we would like to yes. record. Do you have a station? We would like to, we would like to pod. Pod. All the pod, all the time. But all the friends. Yes, all the friends. But yes, everyone, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed yes, today's episode. Again, my name is Joe. I'm Chris. Stay naughty.